Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Uh, Rosine Bakam left Cameroon at 27 to live in Belgium. Seven years later, having studied film and married a European, she returns to what she calls a journey into darkness, the village of her birth and later the capital city of her home country of Cameroon, city of Yaoundé, where her mother now lives for most of the year. In the village of Tonga, her mother, Ma Ra, shares memories of the horrors of the war against French colonizers and the daily life of a Cameroonian woman in an arranged marriage, a fate that Rosine herself escaped, leaving the family of an ex-fiancé behind. She spends most of her time with her mother and the women around her. Rosine reveals the strength of their solidarity and their ability to face adversity. The film is called The Two Faces of a Bamliki Woman, and we're fortunate and honored to have with us today the director Rosine Makam. Rosine Makam, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Thank you for for inviting me. I'm so grateful that my film is shown all around the U.S. And uh, yes, I'm so grateful. You're you're very that. welcome, and thank you so much. Tell me, uh, Rosine, what was the what was your journey as as a filmmaker? Where did that interest in film first start for you? I first met, uh, I think, American and French film. I grew with the American and French film, and uh, and uh, didn't see see myself enough in TV or in movie. And uh, it's where my the need of doing cinema came to me, and um, because I wanted to see my reality and to see myself, people who look like me, and um, because the movie that I was seeing was open me to the world, but not enough to my reality, and uh, I was knowing about uh, the history of French people and American people, and not my my own story, and uh, doing cinema is the way for me to just construct my own story, my own memories, and uh, and questioning question my my tradition and my reality, and uh, my uh, my passion of cinema came of the the likeness of my my history and my memories and my reality. Mm. And I wanted to just document that and film that just started to film my family and my story. As you became more comfortable as a filmmaker, uh, and I assume you, you were talking about watching films made by other people, uh, your style, mm. and the reason I'm asking you these questions is because you have a very interesting style of filmmaking and I am it's a very uh, intimate and a very relaxed Mm -hmm. way of approaching certainly both of the subjects of the two films uh, the two faces of Mm -hmm. Bamleki woman and um, also uh, Chase Jolie Coiffure yeah those two films have a very 
intimate, relaxed approach to them. Is there a particular style of filmmaking or filmmaker that sort of influenced the way that you approach your own work? You know, at the moment, I um, I, I like um, Sam Ben Usman, Jibri Job Mambeti filmmaker, and um, in yes, it's two African filmmakers that inspire me a lot because as a woman, as African woman, because I it was the first filmmakers that I really know about uh, the the work and uh, how they were questioning our our reality and film women in in Africa I was very impressed by by um, their work and uh, mm. but at the moment I'm just finding my own way of filming because you know Africa usually be filmed by West and um, and all the film that I was seeing, in Africa or about Africa was feeling um, um, mostly by by West and uh, uh, and I wanted to just film my tradition with that intermediary and find a way to just film people as I want them as I want myself to be filmed mm-hmm. and um, yes it's uh, mm-hmm. I experience things and I think that the main important thing for me is to build uh, a story with the person that I, I am filming. And uh, for the boss film, I do the, the two faces of a woman with my mother because I wanted to find a way to just put the, the cinema in her life and not the contrary. Mm-hmm. And it, it is the same with Sabine because my mother knows her story better than me and uh, she guides me into her journey and uh, and uh, I just adapt myself to just enter in her rhythm and uh, it's the same thing for for Shijoli Coiffure and uh, it's something that I want to experience more and just find my, my way of making film and uh, I know it's not perfect I wanted to project after project to just grow and learn about people that I film in it's a journey for me and uh, it's the beginning I think let's let's talk about uh, this documentary the two faces of a Bamleki woman and it is about yeah. your mother and it's about the village of Tonga in Cameroon mm-hmm. when you approached your mom in uh, Ma Bra about yeah. doing this film. Uh, in the film, we see you asking her about her opinion of films, if, she, if she'd been to films very, very much. And so we, we sort of have that as a, uh, a jumping-off point in terms of her understanding of what films are about and movies are. But what was her reaction when you said that I would like to focus on you and your life and the people in your life? She was surprised because she was thinking that like, what are you going to tell about my story? My story is not important, and uh, because she was thinking that, because we are we are used to see um, European film, and she was uh, related. When I asked her to 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 do a film with me, 
she was related. She was thinking that I was going to do a movie like American Cinema. She was saying that, but my life is not important. And I said that for me, it's important. I want to just know you more and just uh, show you what I'm doing because my mother was thinking that I went to Belgium to just study uh, medicine. And uh, yes, it was, um, it was, I, I was sharing my experience as a filmmaker to her and I wanted to just know what she was knowing about cinema and and do the cinema as she wanted she was thinking and it's the it's why in the beginning i asked her what she think about what's the cinema for her because i wanted to do the cinema the way that she knows cinema it's, it's and not my way of doing cinema and uh, yes and she was just surprised and um, that I'm interested to just tell her story and her journey. She was surprised. Uh-huh. Well, what did that look like for her? Did, did, she, did you just say, Mom, live your life. I'm, I'm going to document. I'm going to be around to film what you're doing. Did, you, did, did any of her, the people, her friends, have the, what was sort of the general reaction? Here you are, uh, a filmmaker, documenting something that, as you just said, would have been unheard of in their own lives and understanding of, you know, the importance of cinema. You know, I, I took, uh, I think, five years to write a, a script of the, the, the Two Faces of Bamiliki because it was a dream for me to have that uh, meeting that uh, um, to share uh, um, a story with my mother. It was a dream because I, I, I was knowing that my mother is, is too shy and not talk a lot. And it was a dream. And uh, I was all the things that I wanted to, to do with my mother when I would go back in my country. Mm. And... Um, and uh, I, I, I said to her, I would like to talk about this, about this, about this with you. What what are you feeling about that? Do you feel that you can share it with me? And uh, she said, she, uh, she told me that, yes, it's okay. We can we can talk about all you want to, to talk. But in the, when I was shooting, I wanted to just be in the rhythm of my mother. I don't. I didn't want to do cinema as we usually do here in in the West by organizing things by saying that tomorrow I would do I would do this I would do that I would do no I wanted that my mother feel in like she usually be in her life mm. and uh, we were starting by I was suggest her by we are we are starting by this how are you feeling about that. She was saying, yes, we can start. And after that, she was going and cook something <laughs> to us. We eat. Yes. And uh, and we were discussing about other things. And I was asking her, do you feel that we can do something? And she could say, oh, yes, we can do uh, this. And we, we continue. And uh, it was a real co- collaboration because I wanted her to just be 
us in her life. I don't want, I don't just don't want to stress her with the rules of the cinema as we knowing this here in in West. But I wanted to find a way to capture her journey as she usually be. And uh, yeah. and yes, it was a real collaboration, and uh, for me, it was important to the to, to not destabilize her life. Right. And I want just to just find my little place in her life and do and work with her. And and for me, watching the film, uh, two face the two faces of a lucky woman. I felt that over the course of the film, that she became more comfortable, and I yeah. think as a result, she became more uh, willing to share stories that I sensed that you were not aware of in the course of uh, what she was talking about, some things that were revealed mm-hmm. to you, which I don't want to talk about because I want people to see the film for themselves and to hear them for themselves. But it, it's um, she's a very, very likable person and very honest in a, in a, in a very mm-hmm. low key. And I think she, mm-hmm. she seemed to really be able to command the respect of the people in her life, the, her friends, and I just, I was very... I was very happy to spend time with her. And as you said, to, oh. uh, to be able to understand the people of Cameroon in a way that we mm. rarely, if ever, experience and in any other platform. So mm-hmm. I think you accomplished all of those things. But I think the thing that is the, the strength of the film is the... Again, the honesty and the camaraderie that I felt from not just yourself and, and your mom, but of the friends, the people in the village uh, that she lives in of Tonga. Is that how you were hoping that this would come across? I, I assume that would be the case. But is that what you were hoping viewers would, would come away from? It was beyond the hope because I was dreaming of all... I. I, I wrote the two, the script of Two Faces of Bamike like a fiction because, because I was dreaming of all those moments. And, uh, and, and I discover something new of my story. All that my mother is talking about in the film is, for me, is new. I didn't know that before about my father, about my history, about her story, her own story, my aunt's story. I didn't know that before. And it was beyond the hope. And uh, it was a big thing for, for me and for my family to just share that, 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 that story because we didn't, my sisters and I didn't know that before and uh, mm. it was a discovery for me and uh, I was like oh my god this is something and um, and I asked my mother why you, did, you didn't talk about it and she, she told me that but you didn't ask me <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I think that it's, it's, there was it's, uh, a little bit like dignity in my family that made that people doesn't share about their, their fears and uh, well, yes i think that the 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 reason that makes that 
speech come out. It's that I went to Belgium seven years ago and, uh, and my mother and I wanted to share something, wanted to just be together and share something. And the film was the opportunity for me to just make that speech come out. And, and it was wonderful for me. It was, uh, yes, it was something for yeah. me. Well, there's a there's a tradition or a um, well, I guess it's a tradition in in this village where the women get together and they contribute into a kind of a community fund and help mm-hmm. help me. What was now? What is it called again? Tontine. Yeah, and <laughs> it just it was so remarkable to watch that to mm-hmm. to watch. Women, um, women. First of all, women who are empowering each other by virtue mm-hmm. of a community, their own community, mm-hmm. which I think is incredibly important. Um, not only on a on a smaller scale, it, like it is in a village that we see there, but I just think in general, anything that empowers women, anything that where they're able to assert their own um, their own ability to determine their own future, which is what the funding is about, mm. is the most, is mm. it may be the most important step forward humanity can be taking at this point. Mm. I, I, I mm. really truly believe that. And, I, and to see it at a, the level of a village where women are doing that, I thought it was just, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful part of the film. And I think it's something oh, that you. needs to be shared with the world. And I'm so glad it's in this film. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm curious what your mom's reaction to the film has been. She was just, she was just happy to <laughs> see her face, to see her story. She was so proud of me and of her. I I saw happiness in her face every time that I she saw the film, and uh, she's so proud of her story and. Uh, and when people come and say thank you to her, she's, she's so um, moved by that because she, for her, she, it is understandable because she was not thinking that her story can question people, move people. And uh, she, 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 she's pride. I think that she's very happy and <laughs> Proud, uh, yeah, oh. proud of her story, and uh, not only my mother. Because uh, last summer we launched a caravan cinema in Cameroon, and we showed the film to all the women of the Tontine, and they were so proud of her story. They were so happy to see her story, to hear her languages in in a movie. It was it was unbelievable for her. Because she, they were thinking that they are not important, they are not important, and her story cannot build a story that can be in a movie. And uh, they were so proud, and uh, I was, I was just be in the origin of my passion of doing cinema. Is what it uh, for me? It's important. It's to give back to doing movie and give back to the people that I feel that they can question and just see her reality and related to that. 
and it was magical for me. And oh, when my mother, every time that she, 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 she watched the film, and I can see the something new on her yeah. that I didn't see before. And for me, it's a gift of that film. Yeah. It's a big gift of that film. Yes. Yeah. Well, and also, I think I'm just I'm going to project a little bit here mm-hmm. and say that she's also seeing you as an, the artist and filmmaker, and this has got to be a source of tremendous pride. Not only is she seeing her story and the story of the people that she lives with, but also she's seeing you as a grown-up, as someone who is, uh, who is able to stand and be, uh, and be regarded as a filmmaker and an artist and that has got to be a tremendous sense of pride. Because one of the things that I, I just uh, interviewed the director of a documentary called The Disappearance of My Mother. And yeah, one yeah. of the things that I think those these, these two films have in common is that it is, it's, a, it's a big step for, for children to see their parents as something other than their parents, to see them as people, yeah. that if you met them yeah. on the street, yeah. how would you react to them? How would you feel about them if you just met them and became friends with them? And I think mm. for, for those two films, your film and The di- Disappearance of My Mother have in common is the filmmakers are, in your case, the daughter, and in that case, the son, making a film about a parent. It is, it is that dynamic. Now, now you're seeing your parents as something other than just your mom. And I think that's a oh, big step. Is, is that is that a fair fair way, fair way to put yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. It's right. It's right. Yes, because uh, when I I was in our tradition, you cannot ask some question to your parent. And uh, doing film is opportunity for me to break some rules and to to just see my people as just a human being, not my parents or my mother and uh, to just break that traditional rules and it's right when i doing that i see my mother as a woman that i can share things with her my my uh, my feelings my yes and uh, and for me it's doing cinema make me to be more uh, near of my my mother and construct a relation that are beyond the the t- tradition, the rules and yes, and yes, it's, it's right for me. Yes, what you are saying oh. is right. Well, I want to thank you for the two faces of a lucky woman. Uh, we've been speaking with the director of the film, Rosine Makam, the director yes. of the film, The Two Faces of a. Bumlaki Woman, and uh, the film is available on Icarus Films. Uh, that's a film distributor. It's also available on Ovid TV, which is a new platform for filmmakers where they have gathered together a number of different distributors, including Icarus, as well as Bullfrog, Kimstim, First Run, and a number of other film distributors as a way of broadening the audience for these wonderful films uh, that uh, aren't generally given a lot of uh, money for publicity. And this is one way to sort of amplify the ability of filmmakers to be seen and heard. 
and that's called Ovid, O-V-I-D, TV, and check that out, and this is on that uh, website as well as at Icarus Films. Uh, Rosine, thank you so very, very much for being here on Film School Radio. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me and and just give a visibility to my work. Thank you. It means a lot for me. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.